Hello and welcome to the Kick in the Creatives podcast, hosted by myself, Sandra Busby, and my fellow creative, Tara Roskell, offering you interviews, inspiration, motivation, and a gentle prod in the right direction. And for lots more information, challenges, and other useful tools to help you get creating, you can go to kickinthecreatives.com. And of course, this is where you can also find today's show notes. Enjoy the show. Welcome to today's episode and today we're going to chat about how our surroundings can affect our art. But before we get onto that, thank you so much again to everyone who's been sharing the work they've been doing for the challenges on social media. Keep them coming. We love seeing what you're doing. And also a big thank you to our latest Kofi supporters. Your support shows us that you like what we do and you'd like us to continue. And we're going to thank each of you personally at the end of the show. And finally, thanks to our sponsor, Evolve. Evolve can teach you how to paint in a realism style to professional level in a year or less and for a fraction of the price of art school because that costs a bloody fortune. Not only do they provide all the materials and support online, but they also send you all the materials that you need. You can watch a free webinar from Evolve. And this is, when I say webinar, it's actually like a tutorial rather than just telling you all about them. And you can go to kickinthecreatives.com forward slash Evolve webinar. Or if you do want to hear more about the Evolve program, you can go back and listen to episodes 67 and 73. Anyway, Sandra, what is new with you? Well, I have started a new painting already after my donuts. It's funny, after this um, crippling art block that I, I had, as, as most people who are listening to this who've you know been listening to us for some time will know, um, I think we, we've both been through a bit of an art block this year, but mine was awful and you'd have to go back to listen to the, I think it's being an artist, the good, the bad and the ugly episode to get just how bad it was. Um, and I just, I was thinking about it yesterday and I was thinking to come from that place that I was in to the place I'm in now, it it's, I've got to try and remember this because, you know, when you get to that point, you're like, oh, what, that's it. I, I mean, I was literally thinking about turning my art studio into a gym at one point because that's how bad it was. I mean, I, I don't think I'd have ever done that, but do you know what I mean? I was in, in a really you know, it was just a hit a brick wall and I just couldn't get through it. And um, yeah, now I'm just bursting with ideas. It's, it's funny, isn't it, how you can go from one extreme to the other. And this painting, um, it follows on from my donuts and it's on a similar theme. And it's quite a lot bigger though. It's um, 30 inches by 40 inches. So that's that's quite big, isn't it? Sort of um, a metre odd and... Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, so, and I'm loving it. I've already done my base drawing. I've done my base shadows. So, yeah, next I can go in with the colour. And I'm doing acrylics again as my underlayers. So I'm going to do it like that again. And I think I might have to invest in some more colours, <laughs> more yeah. acrylics. But I didn't want to do that until I knew whether I was going to like this, uh, you know, like this yeah, approach painting. or not. Yeah, so... That is what's new with me. I'm I'm really chuffed. I'm to and also as I paint this, I'm already well. I already just know what I'm going to do next, and I've got two canvases the same size. I'm like, yes, this is going to be great. So, I'm I'm in a in a a really good place. So anyone out there who's currently struggling with an art block or just feeling just really um, like you've hit a brick wall, 
trust me, if I can be where I was at and get through it, then so can you. But anyway, that is all that's new with me today. What is new with you? Well, I had a week off last week with Kevin, which was lovely. We just stayed at home and, you know, just oh, we went for walks and it was quite a nice week. So it's just lovely and relaxing. Um, and I think I really needed that because like you say, my art wasn't going very well either. And I, well, I, we talked about this last week, didn't I? How I was struggling and painting things loads of times to actually get one that was decent. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually on Monday morning, I woke up feeling nervous literally woke up feeling nervous and I think that's because I was going to paint which is kind of odd um but I've been working on this dog collection I did it as a bit of kind of light-hearted relief almost from the faces because they weren't going well but these are all dog faces and fortunately the one I painted on Monday actually went quite well so, you know, when you do something and you think, oh, I don't know about this, and it goes quite well, it then puts you in a much better frame, doesn't it? A bit like my you donuts. Can... I think that's why that, yeah. that helped me turn my corner. It was like, oh, yes, I can still paint. Oh, phew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I, I did that, and I did that painting on the Monday. And then on the Tuesday, I thought, well, while I've still got, while I've got a bit of momentum, I'm going to do another one. And that turned out all right as well. So, yeah, I'm hoping I'm back on track and I'm going to go back to human faces now. But I really, I did enjoy it because it was kind of, like I said, it was almost like a light relief to the human, yeah. human-y type ones. And it's still a face, I guess, isn't it? So it's not too far from what you enjoy. No, and I've been using those Posca markers that I really love, but I've actually bought some um, empty markers that you can fill with like a kind of liquidy paint, liquidy acrylic paint. Like so ink, like ink. No, no, they oh, are right. actually paint. Okay. But it's it's more a more fluid mm. kind of paint, which is what the Poscas are like. So yeah. it's almost basically you're filling it so it becomes a marker. Okay. But it, what it does is it means that if I like it, I've got more colours available to me. Yeah. I've way. got some um golden acrylics that are like come in um like a little bottle and they're like really liquidy. They're probably the same thing. Yeah, might be. But I've I've not fun golden. No. No. I've seen your dogs and oh my god, I really love them. I really love them. Have you seen all of them? Do you well, know I've seen center? a lot. I've seen I saw a load yesterday and I've seen because you sent me some and I've seen some on your Instagram. Of course, yeah. And oh well, they are obviously you know, I know you love dogs and that probably helps. Um I do think it really helps if you if you you know actually like um the subject you're painting and do you know what I mean you, you don't you like donuts painting. though do you uh, no I don't no no I don't but I like shiny stuff <laughs> yeah so it's that's for me it's more that um yeah but with a face I mean oh but uh, honestly they are amazing I I really really like those and it's good that it's given you that um you know exactly what the donuts did to me just giving you that bit of um it's a boost, isn't it? A little yeah. bit of a boost. Yeah. So I, I just hope tomorrow I might just have a little bit of a dabble with these markers. It's yeah. you know this ref, refillable thingy. Yeah. Just to see if I like it really, but not mm. put any pressure on myself. But no, I might just do. Oh, and I have also got another idea. Right. Which I'll, I'll just tell you, which is, I did one face. I don't know if you saw it, and it's got these little. Yes, you did, because you helped me with it actually. It's got these little creatures coming out of it that are kind of doubts or worries yeah a little inner critic thing 
well, I, I thought, I really kind of like that idea, but I've thought about extending it a little bit. And so doing a series, the idea is it will be almost like the worries are kind of, I'm going to make the worries a little bit cute. They're little, they are kind of cute, aren't they? Creatures. Mm. So they don't feel quite so worrying, if that makes is, sense. Is that, isn't that why Danny Gregory called his art, in an art cricket, uh, critic, a monkey? Maybe. I think he. I think he was doing that to kind of de demonize it. <laughs> and just, oh, maybe. Just imagine this little monkey on his shoulder. I'm yeah. pretty sure I've heard him say that, and it's yeah, it's not a bad idea. It's it's surprising how how effective these things, you know, can be, and and how how our minds work, and how we can kind of change our mindset just by, you know, using our imagination. Definitely. You know. Yeah, and I might even, I'm not sure, I might even collage some words. I haven't decided on that bit mm. yet anyway. But I don't think I'm going to do that tomorrow because I think I want to just, if I'm doing that, that becomes a thing, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if I just play with this marker, I'm playing with a marker. Yeah. No, it's good though. I'm glad that we, it's it's funny how we've both sort of gone down that sort of... Um, down that sort of crappy road at the same yeah. time and then come out at the same time. It's really good. It's good. I'm glad. We have yeah, a much more positive mindset. Going. Yeah. <laughs> this time. Yeah. Yeah. This is still until, until a few, few weeks. Hey. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just part of it, I guess, isn't it? You yeah. go through these ebbs and flows. It just seems to be quite a normal thing. But um, yeah. as we've spoken about before. So what else is new with you? Anything or? No, only that I've got a Comic-Con my Comic-Con coming up in November, which I'm slightly nervous about and almost wishing I hadn't booked. But it's more from a, a laziness point of view that I wish I hadn't booked. You oh, know, really? You think, oh, God. <laughs> well, not, not, not just laziness. It's, it's uh, You know when you book something and you've got to go to London for the weekend on your own and oh, no. you're just, just going to be sitting on this <laughs> oh, stall no. on your own. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. that. It's mm. that sort of thing. So yeah, uh, so when is that? Uh, uh, in early no, early to mid November, I is. I remember you saying the same about your um, the little art. Well, I say little art fair. I don't mean it to sound like that, but in you, when you booked that, and you went, oh my god, I'm really, I really wish I hadn't. And then afterwards, you were kind of buzzing, saying, oh, I'm really glad I did that. Even you know, I learned a lot from it, and yeah. But it is kind of te- when you're there, it's actually yeah. Quite, some of it gets tedious because yeah. it's just like I would, I would much prefer if it was just one day. Mm. When you've got two days, it's like oh yeah. no, no. Anyway, so what I was going to ask yeah. you is, while you were painting these dogs, what yeah. were you listening to? Because today we're talking oh. about how our surroundings affect our art, and it's funny, and and this is the reason we we came up with this is because Tara you recently did an experiment didn't you and I, did. I it was quite fun actually because you were posting things up where you did a um two paintings of the same thing um one of them you were listening to something like heavy rock or heavy metal and the other one you were yeah. listening to say classical or something completely different. silence I think the other one oh was it silence and, and I did because I and, forgot and, basically I, for, I forgot to put the music on. Right. So so the, uh, the idea was that the people, you were asking people to guess what one you'd, which one you'd painted to silence and which one you'd painted to the music. And it was really fun, actually. So 
I would love you to tell us a bit more about this experiment you did and what you learned from it and whether it's changed what you listen to now. Well, that experiment, like you said, was really quite interesting and people gave me loads of suggestions of what to, to listen to. The only problem I did have is obviously when I was having a bit of a slump. So to be honest, a lot of my stuff was coming out pants. Anyway, whatever I painted. Mm. But those, those two you said about, um, I much prefer, well, I did silence and then I did listen to like the heavy kind of metal rock sort of thing. And that was much better much more interesting but do you like that kind of music though because i can't if i didn't like any some music i was listening to i mean i don't like heavy rock i'm the least likely person to ever listen to something like that i i'd want to rip my own eardrums out so were were you doing that because you like that kind of music or were you testing it just to see you know how what an effect it would have and did you not like that music so I wouldn't normally listen to that sort of music. I have done in the past. Um, not real heavy, heavy, if you know what I mean. Death metal. Like, <laughs> no, not like death metal. But, you know, I I wouldn't mind listening to some, you know, I used to listen to a little bit of puddle and mud and that sort of thing. It's mm. a little bit heavy, you know, Linkin Park, stuff like that. Um, but not a lot, you know, but I'd listen no. to a bit of it. But it was, so this was more for the experiment. But I have to say... There was I can't yeah can't remember the name of the band oh System of a Down that someone suggested I listen to I actually I actually quite like that um, I because what what I liked about it was it was quite melodic until you got to the thrash bit and I don't I didn't really like the thrash bit you know where they just scream oh they no. just they just scream for about twenty seconds can't <laughs> I don't do their voice boxes any good I don't really get that. <laughs> I don't really get that, but but that it did kind of I could well I I kind of was going with it as well. So it wasn't because in this experiment I was actually deliberately going with the music. You mm. know what I mean? So I uh, putting myself into the music. So there was a definite difference, and I liked the effect of the heavier music. I really did. Yeah, I I, I hate that kind of music so much that I wouldn't even be able to experiment with it. Try listening to that though. No. Try (laughs) Well, come on, just be open-minded. You don't have to keep it on for long. No, I like Pink Floyd. I like Pink Floyd. That I I like that. Um, Just just try one. Do you know what it is? Chop System of a Down. You know, you get a lot of Hollywood. Not Hollywood. That's wrong. American series and. There's a serial killer, yeah. right? There's lots of those, lots of series from America that seem to involve serial killers. And it seems that all of those serial killers listen to that kind of heavy metal, death metal. So I associate that now with just people that are deranged. So, so you think you're going to become a serial <laughs> no, killer? No, I don't do think you, I'm going to it. become a serial killer. Well, what are you worried about then? <laughs> I just, just, listen, just, listen to, just listen to one track. Chop suey, system of a down. See, the other thing, I'm not good with noise at all, like a lot of noise. I'm not, I really am not good with a lot of noise. I like music. Don't have to put it on loud. No, yeah. I, unless it's something I love, then I'll turn it up and, you know, like I say, some of the Pink Floyd ones. But again, I have to be in the right mood for it. But equally, I'm not one to listen to classical music either. Uh, that doesn't no, do either. it for me. And opera music, again, oh my God, I literally cannot bear listening to it. 
So I have, but I, it's funny because when you listen to my playlist on my Spotify, you would, you would think that there was about 12 different people that had downloaded the music because there is such an eclectic mix. There really is that, you know, there's from Enya to Pink Floyd, you know, and everything in between. So it's, but I, it's according to the mood I'm in. And sometimes um, when I paint, I listen to podcasts because I just prefer a voice in the background. And it, it has to be something I'm interested in, obviously. Um, quite often it's science podcasts. So I love listening to, there's one called um, uh, Curi- is it Curious Cases, Rutherford and Fry Curious Cases. I really enjoy that. And it's all sort of science and maths and I hate maths, <laughs> but... It's, um, they make it really interesting, really interesting. So what I find as well is that as I'm working on a painting, I have, if I, if I work in silence, I'm too focused on it and I overwork it. Whereas if I have my mind on something like a podcast where I'm actually half listening to uh, somebody talking, it takes just enough of my focus off of the painting to make the painting a much better one in the long run because it hasn't been overworked or overthought. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, it relaxes you a little bit. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I cannot work in silence, though. So it's strange, isn't it? No, but- see, I had been working in silence, which mm. is interesting because I never used to. Um, and actually, sorry, are you, are you, did you have anything else you want to say on No, me? no, no, carry no. on. Um. Yeah, so I, I was working in silence for a, for a long time. And I thought about it the other day. And I thought, I never used to listen in silence. And I've got that poster on my wall of the paintings that I most, mostly really love. I've, I change my mind about them now and again. <laughs> but what I suddenly started thinking, when I used to do those, I used to listen to motivational speakers or, or inspiring um, audiobooks. Yeah. And they'd all be like kind of on a positive theme, all different themes. And so actually on Monday, that's what I did. I Because I was really excited. I, I, this is ridiculously excited that Spotify now do audiobooks. Did you know that? No, I did not. Yes. What, for, for, with so, the yeah. same, because I pay, I can't remember yeah. what I pay a month, nine ninety nine a month or something like that. Yeah. In, in with and it's premium. in with it. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I did not know that. Oh, that See, sounds good. I'm glad you're as excited as I was because yeah. Kevin thought it was really funny how excited I was about these audiobooks. So yeah. on Monday, when I was um, painting the dog, you know, I woke up nervous. I put on this pod, uh, podcast audiobook um, and it was, about, it was about confidence. And I thought, oh, here's a, this is, sounds like a positive one, you know, like how to be confident. And, and to be honest, I didn't actually think much to the audiobook. No, it doesn't. It's not really got much because what you want in something like that is you want them to give you tips, don't you? How to be more confident. Mm. Tip one. Yeah, it, it, it was more like, oh, when you're confident, you do this. And so, yeah. Um, but I think it was that positivity vibe, and um, I think that may have helped my painting go well. So I'm definitely going to listen to more of that and see if it works. Yeah, which is sounds, weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it it would again depend on the kind of book. I 
whether or not a novel would take too much of my focus because I'd have to concentrate more on the story or not. I don't know. I'd have to test it out. But yeah, I like a factual book, like what you said, something on a specific subject could be really good. And it's a bit like having company, isn't it? You know, when you yeah. have a podcast, and I, I know that some people have said they listen to us. <laughs> I mean, you know, each to their own. <laughs> No, but I know what they mean. It's like when you've got a couple of familiar voices, this is a bit like that brother from Fry that I I listen to. They have such a chemistry, the two of them, and it's quite funny to listen to. And it's just a bit, literally a bit like having some company in your art studio so you're not on your own. And But again, it is, it's about the subject. But novel, mm, I don't know whether I'd be able to listen to an actual novel because of that level of focus you'd need to keep it in and I, I need a certain amount to be on my my painting you know it's just that balance think, isn't it I don't think I'd ever listen to an audiobook novel anyway no I, I don't, don't think, I think would. it's no I don't but think it's I the do same like, I like factual stuff so yeah it'll be like self-development yeah I'll, I'll listen to books like you probably would hate on marketing oh no I'd hate that. Like that I could not find yeah. it I'd, I'd find that awful but, you know, um, I read a lot. I read novels all the time, but I, re- I tend to go to bed and read, you know. So yeah. I don't know if I could listen to a book because when I read, I I create my... Uh, they all have their own voices that are created in my head and all this, and I'm not sure I could do that if someone else was reading it to me, if you like, but... And yeah. also, I think it depends on who narrates it because some of them have yeah, got definitely. really boring voices and some are yeah. good, aren't they? The worst is when it's an AI I was voice. actually reading I was reading a book I think you would like the other day. This is not really anything to do with art, but I Mm. think it could help with social media, so I will mention it. Um, I'm partway through it. It's called Story Worthy, and it's about writing, but it's about... It's about writing story. This guy... Have you ever heard of The Moth? This is a podcast you'd like, actually. The Moth is a podcast where people just get up and speak on a story. So it'll be a story of something that's happened in their life. Right. And they'll have all different speakers telling all different stories. And some are good and some are bad, just depending on the person. Yeah. But yeah. this guy has won lots of these moth competitions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he tells you how to craft a good story. Oh, okay. Oh, one yeah. yeah. But But for social media, I think it could really help because if you're trying to tell the story of how you did something or the story about your day, he tells right. you, like, good ways to put things together. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, worth experimenting with noise, I think. I was going to say, talk about your studio. Funny enough, I was about to talk about noise. <laughs> oh, sorry. Like, we'll no, about noise, no, like. no, it kind of leads on because <laughs> my husband built, well, he, my studio is on the back of my office, basically. And it was kind of a makeshift space, which was kind of. Uh, made to well you know it had lino and it had worktops and it was just everything was just scraps of this scraps of that and I had net curtains to cover the cupboards that caught you know that housed my um all my materials really so it was it was a space for my art but it wasn't like it wasn't um how can I say uh, it wasn't beautiful or anything like that. It doesn't yeah. have to be beautiful, of course, but it, it wasn't anything special. It was just a, a lovely to have a space for me and for my art. However, um, last year, was it? A year? No, it was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? I can't remember. But um, my husband 
did it out for me and oh my gosh it made such a difference but it, I was thinking about when you know, when you were talking about environment and noise and stuff I was thinking when he was um doing still doing some stuff around it and in it I was I was trying to work with tools going and drills going and all this stuff I'm like oh my god I can't do that <laughs> so that that was another thing working with a you know with tools and everything going on outside I didn't didn't enjoy that so much but um yeah that uh, it makes such a difference to me my environment and I know there are plenty of artists out there who thrive amongst chaos and mess and half-finished paintings everywhere and just paint everywhere and it's funny because I am completely the opposite to that I can't deal with it I have to every time I finish a painting I have to go in my studio and blitz it and and it's like a clean slate so and I have to be in a clean calm and organized environment for me to be able to paint it's just how I am and you know it might not sound very artisty if that's a word but that is the only way I can work and I think it it links to the fact that I can't do a lot of noise it's not just a lot of noise in my ears it's I can't do a lot of noise around me either as in visual noise yeah so and this is sort of partly why I don't really do well um working on lots of paintings at once because I need to just be able to calmly focus on what I'm working on rather than be distracted by other things whether that's half finished paintings around me or you know some unwashed brushes on the side or I don't know just stuff that needs putting away paints that need you know their necks cleaned and and it's just I know it sounds really OCD I suppose to to a point it is I'm not OCD but I am a little bit I think um but yeah for me if I walk into my studio and it's clean and inviting and you know perhaps I put my fairy lights on or whatever I feel so much different painting in there than I do when I walk in and it's just still looks a mess from the last time do you know what I mean then then I just don't work so well so I kind of have to address that before I address the whole painting thing but you I don't think you're like that are you you don't mind working in a bit more of um you know a chaotic space do you i am the chaotic mess that you mentioned yeah. before like honestly you would cry if you came and saw my room <laughs> at the moment yeah because i've got like a, on my desk because there's a mat i have to protect my desk a bit mm. but then i've got got my easel that's all covered in paint i've got my crayons out they're open mm. the tin's open i've got an old magazine on there there's a sketchbook on there i've got a pile of rubbish <laughs> on my desk i've got Two of my dog toys on the floor. <laughs> I've always got my dog on the floor, but that's no, fine. No, it's the dog toys. His oh, toys. Because right. uh, everything is out. And then I've got a bit of newspaper on my desk over the side. I've got some canvases leaning up against the wall. You would hate it. I am messy. <laughs> but sometimes I think I do have a... Every now and again, like, I'll get to the weekend and I think, yeah, that needs a bit of a clear-up. So I'll clear it up and it looks all tidy. And then I think, what am I doing? I'm going to have to get this out again tomorrow. And you just think, you know, I've now got to get the mat out. I've got to get the easel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally know what you mean. So it's almost, 
so so sometimes you just think i mean i am i what i should do is just put the stuff away that i don't need like i don't need a bit of newspaper sitting on my desk at the moment you know but but i think i think it's it it's a bit like this is why i think it's really good to have your own space if you can because um even if it's in the corner of your bedroom or something if whatever however you have to do it your own space you can decide whether or not it's chaotic if that's what you want or or neat it's your space for your creativity and you know i know that some people have no choice but to work in their kitchen on their kitchen table as i used to um the difficulty there is you've got the distractions haven't you you might have the tv on next door that you can hear through the wall or you might have um i don't know that you can see the dishes need loading into the dishwasher you could see that this needs doing that needs doing and maybe the phone's ringing or just the general household stuff that goes on especially if you've got kids at home i mean i haven't anymore but you know god it it was hard working around that because you've got other people that are in your environment constantly you know needing you for something and or distracting you in some way but you know it, it's i think that having your own space is one way of kind of avoiding that really if you can but it is difficult when you you know you, you haven't got that choice so limiting your distractions if possible things like turning your phone off having a time where you say to your loved ones actually i'm just going to be working in here for an hour could you just give me a bit of space while i do this or could you just keep it down a bit or go out and play or whatever just just for a while while i just get this done or that's that's to your husband if you can go out and play yeah (laughs) go and play with your tools (laughs) so do you know what i mean i don't know how much how much distraction you get if you're in your own home environment it's different i think for you and me because like you, you haven't got children and i haven't got children at home so we can have our own space we have got dogs i mean you've probably heard mine walking around the kitchen um, two or three times since we've been recording when tara and i first started recording these podcasts um my dog would do nothing but lay on his bed with his legs in the air that's what he was like you'd never hear him but now he's getting older and he's going a bit i think he might be going a bit senile and he's his sight is not what it was so he gets a bit disorientated now so quite often he'll just wander into the kitchen and then wander back and it's like you can hear him tip 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 on the on the floor um but that's fine but it is distracting you know when you're not when I'm painting but like podcasting it's like oh no (laughs) it's silly things like that isn't it it's just and if you yeah mine will will come up when I'm actually painting and he'll be like hello yeah hello i've got my toy here <laughs> yeah yeah well, that's a young dog thing isn't it and, and exactly cute. i yeah. mean when when we got sherlock i think for the first year i couldn't i could barely paint at all he literally put me back a year because it was like having a toddler literally yeah. because they're p- pulling at your skirt if you like not that i wear skirts but you know what i mean they're pulling at your clothes that they want you they want you to play with them so um but anyway that's that's a different story if you've got a dog but yeah it, no, mine's pretty good it's just uh, he'll come in like every, maybe an, an hour he'll just come yeah. in what are you doing you know just like yeah. having a look round. he's he's good but he will come over and i always think oh god you're gonna end up covered in paint and he'll eat anything so i have to be really careful i don't drop bits of paper or anything on the floor because he'll eat them yeah and then they're sort of naughty to the point where they know that if they are naughty enough 
that you will take them for a walk because <laughs> you'll be like, I or need to wear this them jog out. Attention. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's a bit like a child in that way. Like if yeah. I, I'm going to get your attention, however. I need to in order for you to, you know. So it is difficult. But, yeah, just having your own space, even where you could just, you know, just be on your own for a little bit is is ideal. Yeah. You, know. you, you might also want to have some of the paintings or maybe a photocopy or a print of some of the paintings you've done nearby to, to refer back to because they mm. can inspire you, especially if you're feeling a bit crappy. Or I, I think I said last week or last podcast that I've now got, some prints of my art directly up where I paint because mm. I was finding that I couldn't remember how I'd done things or why certain things worked and and having them just there smack in front of me that that really does help me I think uh, yeah and it, also and it reminds, reminds you, you I can does, paint yeah exactly exactly what I was about to say yeah if you if you have some sort of prints or poster or something made up of some of your favorite work when you are going through that those times when you feel you're you're having a bit of a confidence crisis or a block it reminds you look I did that you know so it's not like I can't paint it's just I can't at the moment yeah (laughs) that's a really good thing to do or maybe even art of someone else's you love I mean books for example full of art lovely I mean I've got I think we both have this don't we I've got a bookshelf um, with art books in my art room and they're not necessarily anything like the kind of art I do it might be I've got a book of comic um, drawings and all this sort of stuff I love it and it's just a really nice it, it's it's lovely it somehow it makes you feel inspired just by having all these books around not necessarily even open to see the art but just having them there do you find that yeah I've got a bookshelf full of you know a lot of my favorite books I mean I don't often go and look at them while I'm Mm. painting but every now and again I'll suddenly think oh what was that book or or I need to be inspired and I'll just have a quick flick through it especially one on graffiti that I've mentioned loads of times there's a graffiti artist sketchbook and I love that one yeah never never fail to inspire but I don't know I know this has happened to you but I used to hate coming in the room I'm in now that I because basically it's it's my office or it was my office for graphic design yeah so it's still got on my computer which is not ideal really having a computer near paint no. but um for ages I hated coming in to paint even I used to prefer to just sketch on my lap because it felt like graphic design that I hated it, it's so weird that you associate something with something else yeah but I seem to now have done enough art in here I don't feel like that so much anymore and, and yeah. you felt like that didn't you because yeah explain in all sorts of ways I mean because as well my art backs my art room backs onto my office that, that was tricky for a while because obviously you know there was um, a doorway between the two but there was no door so you sort of felt like I was going to work <laughs> having yeah. to go through my office to get in there but you know there's a curtain now between the two and like um a plant with fairy lights and it's a very different environment funny enough though my my husband also bless him he did my um office out this was just a few months ago which now flows lovely uh through to my art room so it's they're both really nice environments to be in whereas before my office environment was not a nice environment to be in 
um, as home offices often aren't because it's just it's just somewhere, isn't it? Like a back of a garage or something. But now it is yeah. beautiful and it's a lovely room. It's got plants and all the rest of it, and it's a nice environment. So I'm not, you know, it's a nice flow, and it, it, because that is now a nicer environment, it's a less stressful environment. So that's kind of helped as well. Just just not having to walk through chaos to get to my art room, if you like. And also, yeah, I mean, I was distracted by um I think I used I've spoken about it before I was using you were talking about association weren't you associated yeah. it with graphic design I was associating my art for a while with stress because I was using it as a way of limiting my stress and then I realized actually I'm only painting when I'm stressed so now I'm sort of associating that process with stress so I had to kind of I think that's when I backed off from it for a couple of months this year it was actually important I did that because I needed to de-stress use that time to de-stress to you know calm and just recharge and then go back thinking okay no I'm I'm not stressed and now I'm just going to paint because I want to paint not because I feel I should because I need to calm down do you know what I mean yeah so yeah. it's that sort of thing isn't it but surroundings I think I for me are are most important I mentioned my my plants my fairy lights things like that if you only have a even if you only have the corner of your one of your rooms or an apartment or something like that even if I mean I remember Mike Young talking about he used to light a candle a specific scented candle every time he went to do some podcasting because it 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 put him automatically in that frame of mind it made it almost put a hat on and I I seem to remember him because he had a a podcast called Your Creative Push which we were on actually and he's been on ours and um, I'm I'm sure I remember him talking to someone about this and somebody else said I have a hat literally um, I have my art hat and I have or it might have been songwriter I think I can't remember but that they put a specific hat on which made them turn into the person they were going to be. So, I don't know, some people might say, oh, well, the obvious choice would be a pink beret, <laughs> like you bought me once, yeah. and you had your woolly, funny woolly I don't hat. Think, I don't think so. No, yeah. I, it wouldn't work for me, but it's just having something, even if, if you haven't got space of your own, just, uh, you know, some ambient lighting, or um, which isn't always possible, actually, when you're working with art, because you need light, but um set like a scented candle or specific something that will put you in that mindset certain music a certain playlist yeah yeah that's all those sort of things it's surprising like we said about the brain it can turn on a switch so yeah but you i was gonna say you've got something which you do and i've always said i should do this and i never get around to it my pin board yeah yeah, and I've just got this, um, I can't actually see it that well, but above my computer, I've got a, it's like a magnetic, one of those magnetic pin boards, and on it I've got things that, nice things that people have said about yeah. us at Kicking the Creatives mostly, mm. rather than me. <laughs> <laughs> but you could do it if I, you could do it if someone says something really nice about your art, you could just print out that comment and mm. put it on a note, on a thing, because sometimes you kind of forget all these nice things that people have have said along the way and they do give you a little bit of a boost I think and that's why we love the podcast reviews because 
They really do help. And Tara always pins it on her pin board, so... I don't always pin it on my pin board, but... Well, yes. A lot of them you do. <laughs> yeah. I do yeah. pin some of them, yeah. Anyway, shall we read out the answer to our last question? I think so. Um, let me just find out what the question was. I can't remember. Oh, I've, I've got it here. I've okay. got it here. Go is, what do you listen to while you create bit like we've just been talking to and what and does your choice affect the results right so press b king if i listen to anything it's usually just a tune related to my drawing that just gets stuck in my head oh no not a brain worm i couldn't cope with that i've got f walker 927 cool jazz jack's abstracts i listen to my running tunes playlist on shuffle it's a very upbeat playlist and gets me in the zone physically as well as mentally it guarantees that regardless of the art i have created i will have had a wonderful time dancing and singing and being in the zone well that's one way to loosen up your art isn't it if you're dancing at the same time (laughs) i've got Mika works. I listen to podcasts, Cyril S. Town, lots of true crime. I also love listening to the band Lifehouse. My hubby knows if he hears that playing in my studio, I'm in the groove. Music helps me get through the tedious parts of my art process. Sometimes I get to parts in my drawings where I'm slowing down and then boom, a favourite tune comes on and I keep going. Jay Hamilton, 2911. I've documented my art journey based on the music I listen to, and there is definitely a correlation between that and what I paint. For example, if I'm listening to rock, hip hop, or rap, my artwork is rough, abstract, or very raw. And I love it like that because every brushstroke or the slap of my palette knife is between being intentional and mostly intuitive. If I'm listening to jazz or classical music, then I lean more towards drawing with graphite and or charcoal and my renderings are more subdued and tamed. If I'm listening to country, I I lean towards acrylic painting. Don't know why, that's just how it is. Thanks for your ear. (laughs) I've got Chris FW... Chris F writes, it really depends on my mood and and what that also influences what I create. When I'm feeling tired or overwhelmed. Oh, when I feel tired or overwhelmed, I turn to abstract drawing and colouring. I'm a wordsmith though, so that's the extent of my drawing, sketching and painting. When I'm deep into writing, I listen to EDM, which I think is electric dance music, panning audio or some other classical focus music videos on YouTube. The energy helps me focus and write faster and better, especially when writing dialogue or action. And I've got PJ Payne. Funnily enough, I've never put music on. Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. Well, why don't you try it out and let us know how you get on? (laughs) Yeah, because you're going to try System of Down, aren't you, Sandra? Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I've got Joe Brown. Murder Mysteries on Audible. Might explain a lot. Oh, I love a murder mystery. I don't. Oh, I do. I really do. Um... Right, I have got Gabriella Pop. It depends on my mood. Jazz or world music, it's easier to cool down and get into the flow for me. And the headphones keep the environment and it sounds far away from me. I've got Tiffany Markham. I recommend Rockstar 101 by Rihanna for confidence boosting. Also, my Pandora on shuffle goes from Lil Wayne, Thievery Corporation, Oasis, real quick. Andy WR, sometimes I listen to podcasts, K-I-T-C, in other words, kick in the creatives or environmental. Well, I should hope so. (laughs) 
if I need to work quickly or avoid distractions, I will go with Dance with the Dead, Slipknot or Green Day. Work done with these high tempo tunes seems to help my ink hatch patterns to be looser and have more energy. No stippling, just rapid angular line work. I've got Roving Jay in the studio, pure silence, so that my mind can wander and I can get into the zone of creativity. It's funny how one person cannot work in silence such as me and one person can only work in silence. Isn't it funny how different we all are? Yeah, Yeah, I've got Penny Marcus. If I'm looking for energy, anything with a dance beat that isn't too techno-pop. I sometimes listen to books or podcasts, but not often. Most of the time, I work without any sound. I've got Audrey Hennessy. Everything. Music, podcasts, books, radio. I never work in silence. Melinda Hampshire. I love metal and goth rock. What can I say? It blocks all the crap in my head and keeps me awake. Soothing music puts me to sleep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I won't be coming around for a cup of tea at yours anytime soon, if that's what you're listening to. (laughs) I've got Jessica Orr. So embarrassing. Hallmark Mysteries. Lull. Keeps the logic side of my brain loosely occupied so I can let the feral wild part run wild. Do you know, I used to listen occasionally to plays on um, oh, online. Right. You, know, yeah. you know, the ones, I think you can get them on Spotify. It's just like, yeah, it's like people acting over a microphone. They're quite fun. <laughs> anyway, Brenda Shipley, she says, you meaning us of course thank you Brenda (laughs) so we've got another question for you which is describe a real life situation that has inspired your art in some way so describe a real life situation that has inspired your art in some way and as always you can let us know in the Facebook group which if you haven't already joined I highly suggest you do um, we'll also put the question up there and on the Facebook page and, of course, on Instagram, which is Kick in the Creatives. So we hope that gave you the Kick in the Creatives you needed. Don't forget to pop over to our website at kickinthecreatives.com to find out how you can take part in some of our upcoming creative challenges. And, of course, there you can also subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the podcast, we'd be so grateful if you'd leave us a little review on iTunes or even just a star rating if you don't have much time. If you want to find either myself or Tara online, I'm on Instagram as Sandra.busby and my website is Sandra Busby Art and Facebook Sandra Busby Artist. Tara, how about you? Where can people find about you? You can find me on my website, which is tararoskellart.com and on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and everywhere else as Tara Roskell Art. And don't forget to check out and subscribe to our Kicking the Creatives newsletter to keep up with all the challenges and podcasts. You can do that via our website. Also, we have a course, which is how to create characters and cartoons for fun. You can find the link to the course on our website or go to kickinthecreatives.com forward slash cartoon course where you can find out more. And on that note, actually, you know, if you're struggling to think of a different kind of gift to get maybe your you know, loved ones, your children, your anyone who loves drawing cartoons or comics, that sort of sort of thing, might be a good idea to consider getting them that course. But it's just just a thought. Um, if you enjoy what we do and you'd like to help 
support us here at Kick in the Creatives, you can do so by buying us a coffee. And you can find the link to our website. Obviously, we don't actually spend it on coffee. We we use the money to help us towards the actual costs of the running, you know, the, the website, um, all those, you know, podcast costs, that kind of thing. So it really does help. And a big, big thank you to our latest supporters, Carol Romero. Thank you for all you do, she says. Um, Laurie Zebiera, hello from Manitoba, Canada. I love Kick in the Creatives podcast. It is always inspiring. And the chemistry and humour between Sandra and Tara makes for an entertaining experience. You have me LOLing on my daily commute. Keep up the awesome content. Thank you so much, Laurie. And also a huge thank you to Joanna Brown for your support yet again. We do really, really appreciate it. And if you are unable to help us in that way, there are other things you can do. You can share our episodes with other creatives or you can perhaps write us a nice review all these little things help and we really do appreciate any support you can give but that is it for today and we will see you next time see ya bye thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed the episode and if you did perhaps you'd like to share it and leave a review for us on itunes